Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, good evening. Welcome to this week's Man in the Post section time. I'm your host, Chris. Uh, with me this week, I've got uh, disappointing Scott. Why am I disappointed? Because you've not subscribed to our podcast, despite the fact you've been on it for about five years. I've been on it for about a year and a half. <laughs> okay, okay. Point well made, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> just want to get his facts across. I, I the rest of us subscribed around about the two year mark. <laughs> Give it four more months. Uh, back from the yellow wall of Dortmund, I got Adam. Hello. How are you? Good, thank you. Good, good, good. And um, apparently, about to teach me a lesson as uh, we finish recording on Skype. I've got Emma. <laughs> you need it, Chris. Yeah, there's a pre record you never hear, guys. Well, <laughs> uh, oh, apparently so. Um, Right, this week we're going to be talking about the FA Cup, we're going to be talking about the Premier League, uh, European Leagues, uh, other bits and bobs of news, and away we go. So, right, first of all, we're going to start at Stamford Bridge. Uh, might as well get it out of the way. Chelsea 2, Liverpool 0. Um, William scored the first goal, and then Ross Bartley with a rather lovely uh, run from midfield, uh, rolling back the years. Um, William with his 24th goal from outside the box since he joined Chelsea in September 2013. That is more than uh, any other Chelsea player. Um, Easy when the goalkeeper throws it in, though, isn't it? Oh, do you know what? I'm going to stick up for him a bit here. He was yeah. on the side. Sorry? You can't. He, ah. he was a hologram. You can't. <laughs> no, I'm a fellow member of the goalkeeper's union. Ball smashed at him very hard. He was unsighted by, Vir- by Virgil van Dijk. Can, can a goal that's from outside the box be smashed at you really hard? Yeah. Mm. There was a goal that David Beckham scored at Derby County, and I think they timed it we, we at need like just, 97 miles an hour. Need who? We need Justin for this. Ah, just... Should we look at his tweets to see if he's disagreeing with yeah. Justin's like, here, I'm as good as you'll we, get. We need a real goalkeeper, not a five-a-side one. I think we'll find I'm twice player of the year, thank you very much. Player of the year, Hunkett Leisure Centre 2005. Player of the year, uh, Truro Soccer Goals, um, Soccer Nights 2008. I think you'll have you, no? When have you been either of those? I think the answer is, thank God, somebody who finally wants to go and go. We'll just make him play. We'll make him play. Him He's a failed defensive midfielder or a number 10. Just stick him back and go. Was it awarded to you by, was it awarded to you by Joseph Mourinho? And then <laughs> Manager's player of the year. Um, yeah, I'm going to stick up for him a little bit. It comes in rather swervingly, rather fast, a bit unsighted. I could kind of see what happened. It didn't look very good at all. Um, I thought first half, Liverpool did okay. Who watched this? You said you didn't watch anything, did you, Scott? I was at Swindon Scunthorpe, so that was where my... That's where my attention was looking at. All right. Adam and Emma, did you watch this? I did. Go on, then. What do you reckon? at you, if you remember rightly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I thought Liverpool did okay first half. 
Yeah, they had a few chances, didn't they? Yeah. I, I think they've forgotten how to ever win a game over again. Minimino should have scored. 12 draws will do us. I think I think I think Klopp shook. I think he was. I, I'm sure he probably gave a press conference after the game. It was something, something along the lines of going, "I'd love it." <laughs> <laughs> Get the result. Like, you think? Um, yeah, I mean, it's very, Liverpool... it's very South Africa 1999 World Cup semi-final of them so far, isn't it? Do you think? This is why I didn't say last week. This is why I never say nothing can go wrong. Now, so I never say it. Apart from when we play Everton. Whereas last time, um, last time I was recording with um, Scott and Ali, I believe Ali claimed Bosley. Yeah, he <laughs> like, did. He <laughs> did Yes. How's that looking, Ali? <laughs> Don't well, do he... the accent. Don't do the accent. Please do the accent. Please do the accent. <laughs> I can't do the accent. Um, it, sounds like, it sounds like groundskeeper Willie. That's what you need to do. <laughs> um, me up, woman. He um, he hate half Liverpool team anyway, so you know he's no barometer. Um, yeah, I thought Liverpool did okay. There was the triple save from Kepper. Um, I think Mane had another shot early on as well. So talking about things that we talk about things that Chelsea did good as, as indications that Liverpool did well. You know, <laughs> Liverpool did okay because of all these great things that Chelsea did. Well, we forced him into making three saves. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there was the excellent save from Adrian before the goal, and then one towards the end, which was a bit academic by then, but I thought Liverpool were kept by... Liverpool, my Pedro should have scored. Yes. Yes, he really should. Um, Yeah. I think, yeah, I think Liverpool were undoing by two mistakes. One was obviously Adrian. The other one was Virgil van Dijk winning that header way into midfield that he didn't need to and Ross Barkley running at the great big hole he left behind. You see, Virgil van Dijk's absolutely shook now as well, right? (laughs) (laughs) Troy Deeney's... Troy Deeney's chipping away at the persona of being any good. Well, did you see Troy Deeney saying to the um, the, Wat- the Watford mascot as the two teams lined up in the tunnel last week, if you paid a bit more, you could have been stood next to him and uh, pointed to <laughs> Virgil van Dijk. <laughs> Some six-year-old kid thing. Well, I didn't pay for it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I, it's all going wrong, isn't it? Remember the last time Liverpool played, played well and won a game? According to Ali, probably about 1997. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's done for a while. I mean, we've lost three out of four. We had a very lucky win against West Ham. Um, we need Bournemouth at home as some sort of thing, don't we? To keep us so going. A, mass- a massive scoreline tomorrow, then? No. <laughs> a dodgy 1 0 penalty. <laughs> uh, Liverpool made seven changes, so they. To borrow something from a, a, a different podcast that I, uh, Ross and I listen to, Chris, on a scale of of one to ten, on one being absolutely bone dry, no problems, ten being your your trousers are sodden, you need you need to change your underwear. How badly are you pissing your pants if you lose to Bournemouth at the weekend? Do you remember on Spinal Tap they turned it up to eleven? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much along those lines. Um, yeah, Liverpool are at home to Bournemouth tomorrow, 12.30, at the BT Sport game, which is the game I'll be avoiding, because uh, they're going to have to do it without Alisson, who's injured for at least the next two games. Scott, well, you're Everyone was talking about how how Adrian was the Messiah reincarnated when he was playing last time, so what's changed since then? He's had one mistake. To be fair, he's done very well for us when he's had to come in this season. Uh, he covered well for Alisson. We did well in the Super Cup without him. Um, the Super Cup. Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. 
all the titles you've won recently. I'll say they didn't count that as a trophy, but they. <laughs> That's because they can't get into it because they didn't win the Champions League last season. <laughs> Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> and Liverpool won't be getting into it this season either. How do you know? Uh, two goal lead against Atletico. You don't know. <laughs> you don't sound confident. Well, when do I ever? <laughs> Um, imagine if he goes down to the last day of the season jesus we've got a two we've got a two-point lead ahead of manchester city or something um liverpool can be the only the uh second team to beat another top flight team by at least three goals in six successive meetings we're gonna do it aren't we did I read a thing um earlier this week that said mozzella really likes scoring against bournemouth who Oh, uh, he might well do. I think you might have forgotten him because he doesn't really do an awful lot. But <laughs> never turns up for a big game. Number eleven. Yeah. Um, he might well do. I think by the sounds. Oh, him, him. Yeah. Curly, a curly hair, a curly person in Liverpool. There can't be too many of them. He's got moustache. <laughs> <laughs> um. He... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Job seekers allowed. You, you keep you keep making these. These are not the views of all members of the Man on the Post podcast. Um, I joke. I joke. No, I you kid, don't. I kid. He wasn't. He was very serious. This he didn't have his fingers crossed at all. <laughs> at Scott underscore Munro. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think we'll be okay tomorrow. How You're at home, aren't you? We are at the Coliseum. That's where Getafe play. <laughs> you would never have known. You'd never have known that if Emma hadn't if, told you. If it's in the Colosseum, it must be behind closed doors. Maybe that's. The <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it's in Italy, it's behind closed doors. <laughs> Come on, then, Emma, rescue me. How's it going to go tomorrow? Oh, you're asking the wrong person. Um, no, you're going to win. Yeah. Probably. Make me feel better. It will, won't it? No, it won't make you feel better. No, I'll still be a nervous wreck. <laughs> Billy Gilmore did well on Tuesday, didn't he? Future Scotland International. Yeah. Apparently Barcelona were looking at him while he was at Rangers. We look at everybody, though. Oh, really? They also looked at James McCarthy. He's not going to... Did they? Also looked at, also looked at Robert Snodgrass. Who's at Leeds. <laughs> yeah, we look. We don't know if it's going to be bad. Yeah, uh, okay, fair as enough. As, they, as soon as they look, agents, <laughs> agents leak. Yeah. Um, Just look at Malcolm. Oh. There's only one Malcolm. His first name's Devon. Good choice. <laughs> uh, Chelsea are home to Everton in the Pat Nevin derby. Adam, you're going, are you? I am, yeah. Okay. First trip to Stamford Bridge. I'm excited. Yeah? Don't be. It's horrible. Okay. There you go. Where did you go to Stamford Bridge? Me. Mm. Uh, I went to see Barcelona play Chelsea last... Well, the last time was when I went to see them play Chelsea last year in the Champions League. Oh, okay. You went there for the Iniesta game? I was there for the Iniesta game as well. Were you? Yeah. Fantastic. God, it was a good time. Yeah. It's still a shithole, though. And the people in it are horrible. So, have a great time. I already know that. I'm already already well aware of it. It's going to be full of arseholes. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Some some things I'm under no illusions of. Uh, Um... Yeah, we were doing all right. So, yeah, well, you drew one-one with Manchester United last week, and Chelsea had that lucky robbed. draw with Bournemouth. Robbed. You weren't robbed. Absolutely robbed. You weren't. You were robbed. 
Where? Thank you. Offside. In what world? Yeah. In the world that he was lying between the play and the goalkeeper. Okay. Uh, it's fine, I'll give you the offside. Penalty. It was definitely a penalty. It as might well. have been a penalty. But then you could have. Yeah, you, you, Gilfie got absolutely wiped out. But then you could have missed the penalty. He was on the floor. <laughs> he got absolutely mullered. Yeah, but you still got to you still got to score that penalty, which we'll come on to in a minute. Is uh, no oh, against against David de Gea this season is probably a gimme. You don't know. Look at look at look at the first goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't the penalty though. <laughs> no. But that wasn't a penalty. I a story. <laughs> if you've got to move your legs out of the way, you're interfering with play. If he was abstracted, how could he dive the correct way? Because if he was abstracted, then he couldn't see, but he still managed to dive the right way. Was that was was the hair getting there, regardless of whether Sigerson was there? There's no goal. How can an own goal be offside? Because when you first kick it, there's someone. There's a bit between the play that kicks it and hit getting to Maguire. Yeah. Sigerson was still offside then, wasn't he? But how can he be interfering with play if, if it's become if it's then an own goal? Because he's got to move and... his legs out of the way. Rules are rules. <laughs> We've agreed. Oh God. We've agreed on all these things. It's just you that's wrong again. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Marcus Alonso has gone 769 Premier League minutes and in that time he scored four goals not two assists he's a man to look out for at the moment isn't he as um, pedestrians know everywhere oh god you, you said it no one else said it thank god you said it because I may have said it <laughs> I was going to say it <laughs> Emma was going to say it I was at least thinking that <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, he's got four goals and two assists in his last few games, hasn't he? He's on a bit of a scoring positive streak. Could have had a hat-trick last week as well if you hadn't missed that last, um, last gasp effort against Bournemouth. So, he's a man to look out for, isn't he? Yeah, but he didn't get a goal against Liverpool, and everyone gets those at the moment, so... <laughs> Odd. Even at Atletico Madrid, who can't score for Toffee. <laughs> Do you know what? The last time I had this much fun on the podcast is when we drew 3-3 with Crystal Palace and I was on with I was on with a Manchester United fan and an Everton fan. That was fun. God, imagine if you blow this 22-point lead. Yeah, oh, God. I, I don't think I'd be on again. What you have to realise, what you have to realise, Chris, is when you go 18 and with 18 consecutive games, we've had eight that's 18 opportunities we've not had to do. <laughs> they roll over, they build up. <laughs> The further you fall. And to be honest, you have been very smug recently. <laughs> have I? <laughs> You've been very, very smug. I don't believe I have. As a collective as well, but also you. Nervous, I think, is probably my overarching... You're representative of the collective. Am I? <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, well, the difference between other, me and other man on the posters who are Liverpool fans is I actually like this team. You do, don't you? <laughs> exactly. What's what's to hate about this team? There's nothing to hate about them. Well, if you ask Ali, everything. He has his reasons, more than likely. Yeah, the ones involve him receiving a bump on the head, probably, a very long time ago. <laughs> I tell you what we have been missing. Me and Emma were talking about this today. We've been missing Jordan Henderson. I definitely think we have. We were talking about that, weren't we? We were. I think you have, too. Yes. Yes, I think we have. And that feels weird. 
Do you think it's not a bad shout for him being listed for player of the season? I would. That's would you... what I mean. <laughs> oh, really? It's like you were listing in. <laughs> no. No. I said that it's probably ironically done himself a good thing by, you know, being injured and you can see how much they've missed him so how important he's been. Yeah. He's done himself a good thing for, you know, his shout to be player of the year. Come on, Adam, say some nice things about Jordan Henderson. Um, it appears to be quite important for someone who's not very good. <laughs> talking about talking about Eric Dyer. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, we'll get on to him in a minute. Don't worry. Before that, we got uh, Portsmouth nil, Arsenal two, Socrates and Eddie Niketa, uh scored um, six starters oh. for Arsenal, age twenty or under, uh, and that's eleven games unbeaten away from home for Arsenal, which is a statistic that surprised me. Poor Lucas Torreira. Yeah, it was at his ankle. League one, League one club, though. <laughs> yeah, the Pompey fan in my office was quite quiet on Tuesday. Oh, he, yes, him. <laughs> he, that's unheard of recently. That's how he doesn't listen. No, nah, he's off to Peterborough tomorrow, so... Is he? That was a great crowd as well. Yeah, I, I said that to him, and he was like, no, no. And I said... Mate, if that happened at the other end, what would you be saying? Oh, it was a good challenge. Mate, you would not be. You'd be calling for a red card. Does he listen to this podcast? No, no. I don't think so. so if he gives you the cold shoulder on Monday, you know. If Scott's not subscribed, what do you think the suggestion <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Fair enough. Um, okay, yeah, Lucas Torres is a poor, poor injury for him, isn't it? Um, next up for Arsenal, they're at home to West Ham in the Davos Suka derby. Um... 8,000 fans protested last week, didn't they, for at um, the West Ham game? Brady Golden. Uh, the hierarchy at the club. So uh, Brady Golden, Sullivan out is what they're wanting, isn't it? How did they protest? They said, they waved banners and said things. <clears throat> didn't someone get, uh, it's been banned from going yeah, to West Ham. Yeah, it's banned overturned. Oh, yeah. it's overturned, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not looking nice, is it? Great for West Ham fans. Mm. Well, Arsenal won. Um, I think they can maybe get a result against Arsenal, though. Do you? Yeah, they did well against. They did. They did very well against Southampton last week. They're on a bit of a. They're getting it together. Uh, Arsenal still aren't that good for a team just because they beat them Portsmouth. Um, well, Arsenal have won eight out of nine at home versus West Ham uh, and scored three goals in twelve out of sixteen Premier League games against West Ham as well. So they like scoring against them, and they like beating them. And David Moyes has never beaten Arsenal. I mean, what is that? Eight out of nine, did you say? So they, that goal that was not, that game that was nine games ago probably had, Arsenal have had two managers since then. That's Arsenal. God knows <laughs> how many West Ham have had. <laughs> the David Moyes never beaten Arsenal thing surprised me though. Uh, it doesn't surprise me. No, those eleven years at Everton. He did. He never tried to beat big teams. Didn't he? Do you uh, just try and sit back and play for a draw all the time? Oh, okay. Um, Scott and Emma, what are you going for on this? Are Arsenal at home? Yes. Yeah. Scrappy Arsenal win. The fact is, <laughs> is why I give West Ham more of a chance. So I've just looked up. So the last time West Ham beat Arsenal was the 9th of August 2015. There you go. So is that Bilich? That was when they went through that weird phase of losing their first game of the season. Remember, they lost to Villa yes. and then Liverpool a Villa, couple of times as well. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, I will, I will also go very scrappy 2-1 Arsenal win. I think it's a bit more comfortable. I reckon it's got 2-0 or 3-0 for Arsenal. I think. Well, any headers scored by the coast? The coast? Cause you, yeah, because you normally say that in different games. I just thought... Oh, that's Sadio Mane. Yeah. <laughs> We're rocking around 80% with Sadio Mane scoring goals within two miles of the sea. Although, when Duncan was on, he was a bit obscure as to where the sea actually was, wasn't he? Was he? Yeah, don't you remember these? Because the sea actually is. Yeah, because they remember he was it's talking. It's where the land stops. Well, you say that, but uh, the Thames is tidal as a river all the way through to a place called Wallingford, which is actually west of London. So does that count as the sea? Does that mean Fulham counts as being right on the Thames? Could be. On the right on the sea. <laughs> on the coast. <laughs> <laughs> Fulham by the sea. Fulham on sea. <laughs> Uh, okay, so after Pride Park, uh, Derby Neil Manchester United 3, uh, Luke Shaw with one that possibly came off the back of Jesse Lingard, um, and Odin Igharlo with two goals. Um, so that's three goals in two starts for Odin Igharlo. Uh, Manchester United unbeaten in the FA Cup against Derby since 1948. How many times have they played them? Nine. 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 See, you didn't think I'd have that, did you? No, I did. I actually... You could have just made it up. Nope, I got that for the there's BBC no, website. There's no need to celebrate. <laughs> there's every need. <laughs> uh, Wayne Rooney played a little sort of deep-line midfielder role. Someone said he looked like Zangief from Street Fighter 2 with his beard, which is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> he does look odd with his beard. He's let it grow a little bit too much, hasn't he? For, for a man who watches none of the championship and hasn't seen very much of it, very much of it. When I do see him, it is off-putting. Yes. Yeah, it does look a little bit strange. Um, happens to the best of us. you like a swooning Victorian lady when you do that. <laughs> um, two free kicks, which um, Sergio Romero had to deal with. He had a pretty decent game, did Rooney. Manchester United now are nine games unbeaten. They've won six, drawn three, got seven clean sheets in amongst all that. Is Shell Shah's gonna just gonna have this power to do just about enough to avoid getting sacked. To avoid getting sacked when he every time, isn't he? He's gonna just bring himself back from the brink every uh, every every point. Well, let's hope. Do you sort of do you sort of feel that there's there is the one result round the corner that can completely change it? In what way? You mean on on Sunday at half past four? Back <laughs> four, yeah, of course, <laughs> against Manchester City or against Lask in the uh, Europa League. I think that he could potentially fall the way of every other Manchester United manager who has mathematically failed to qualify for the Champions League. And some Argentinian coach could be uh, in charge next season. Perhaps. Why? Also, I don't know if anyone saw this. There's an interesting uh, an interesting change to the tax tax rules in uh, from the 6th of April that will mean that uh, all payouts will be subject to NI, which will make them like, make them like will make them well, more expensive anyway. So it'd be interesting to see whether any clubs do mm. sack the managers. Yeah. Pull the trigger before the sixth of April, who might be willing to fire managers anyway. Have you ever chatted a girl up in a nightclub with accountancy talk? <laughs> I'm, I, no, I was <laughs> a wife before I became an accountant. Did you? Yeah. Well, that's a loss to the lady, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, yeah, as you say, there is the uh, home game to Manchester City um, this weekend. Uh, 
they put met the League Cup already at Old Trafford, haven't they? I think Man City won yeah. three one, didn't it? Man City was three 0 up after about half hour. Yeah, um, and Harry Maguire and Wamba Saka are both out for this. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, so who would you bring in there? Well, Baye played the other day, didn't he, in defence in the Cup? So it might be him and Lindelof. Well, I, I, Jones. Can't, I can't work out what he does because he's played, he's been playing a back three quite a lot, hasn't he, with Luke Shaw as a... Yeah, a centre-back. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I imagine it's just you just bring in Baye, right, and play Baye and Lindelof and maybe Shaw. Yeah, you'd imagine so, wouldn't you? Um, who, who would play right wing back? Delot. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a lot, yeah. How do you reckon? The kid who on Football Manager is really good, but has no... Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> he get, does not get a game at all. Always get him on loan. Been there 18 months as well now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Emma, how do you reckon this derby is going to go then on um, Sunday? Uh, I expect Manchester City will win. Comfortably? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. Big bold claims. Sorry, I said big bold claims. <laughs> well, City won. Uh, sorry, United won this game at the Etihad, didn't they? Did they? They've well, won. I think they've won three times there in the last couple of years. I think Jolshaz might have beaten them three times. Right? Yeah, and yeah. Um, the difference is that, uh, well, Man City don't have to make any adjustments as yet, right? Because they they're not playing Champions League this midweek. It's the week after. Okay. Isn't it? Yeah, I they're think... playing Arsenal this midweek. Yes, that's right. Oh, oh yeah, because that reschedule game. It's a double game week, guys. FPL. Uh... Yeah, I'll put John Stones in. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. You're brave. Have you had one of those bangers on the head? Yeah. <laughs> no, obviously he's my only Manchester City player, so I've had to take out Fabian Shaw. Um, anyway, it's like, as I told you, no... The only person who cares, cares about your life <laughs> yeah. is you. Is yes. you. I'm well aware. Um, I think that Man City will win this quite comfortably. Yeah. Uh, is, is, Pog, is Pogba going to play? Is Pogba anywhere near fitness? I think, I think so. They've not, there's think not been talk about him, is there? Yeah, I've seen tweets about him coming back, but I, okay. don't, know, I don't know how far away he is. I mean, uh, Fernandez could be a big difference. He's really hit the ground running, hasn't he? He has, yeah. It could be a big thing for, for United. Um, yeah, I think United must have won at the Etihad because I've got a note here saying that um, Manchester United have got zero doubles against City since the 0-9-10 season. I mean, if it's written down on that bit of paper as well, there's absolutely zero yeah. chance of it incorrect. <laughs> Waving it around like Neville Chamberlain. Yeah. Um, a few... triple... That's, that, could, that could go be aired on the BBC right now. That has been triple, triple stars. <laughs> Uh, a few things from the game the other night. There was a, a, a chant about Odin and Nigalo that the Manchester United fans made referencing lots of people dying in the coronavirus. Uh, and Jesse Lingard was uh, both abused and racially abused uh, on his way to the team coach um, by Manchester United fans. Excellent. Uh, the game. Jesus. That's a new low. Yeah, so lots of people just shouted it in. So basically, they come out and they're signing autographs, and there's people about three or four rows back telling him to f off and stuff, and and then a couple of cries of the n word at him. Yeah, in a game that they won. Yes. 
by his own fans. And weirdly, as well, someone as a way of abusing him tell, shouted at him, he got zero assists in 2019, as if that's going to hit home. Other <laughs> <laughs> uh, thing, yeah. Rafa Benitez, just fact, fact. <laughs> zero assists, fact. <laughs> yeah, of all the things they abuse somebody with. <laughs> modern football for you generally I, I know this this would be quite sort of a ghost thing to do but generally that if, if someone did that to Justin Bieber, I fully would want him to open up his internet banking and just show them his phone <laughs> <laughs> did you see the Manchester no it was the Newcastle fans that did it to Jamal Lascelles, um earlier on the season after they lost at Leicester City he was doing something similar, trying to get the coach and sign a few autographs. And a few of them were shouting across to him, um, you earn 50 grand a week and you put in a performance like that. And he's saying, I oh, know, OK, fine, he's not good enough. And then someone said, well, show us your money then. Show us all that money. And he says, well, I haven't got it on me. And they said, well, you, earn, you earn 50 grand a week. What do you mean you haven't got any money on you? He said, well, don't carry it around with me. <laughs> They wanted him to they wanted him to show them all the fifty grand a week he'd earned. And of course you don't carry that amount of money around with you, do you? <laughs> Is that pre tax? Do they still work in a factory where they get paid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they thought he'd got all this money stuffed in his wallet or something. And he's, he's the look on his face is like, Well I haven't got it here. <laughs> We we are in a, a special bunch, aren't we, us football fans? I, I have, th- things I've learned today: internet banking has not reached Newcastle. <laughs> um, what else have we got in the cup? So Leicester beat Birmingham one nil. Um, Reading beat Sheffield United. Oh, sorry, uh, Reading lost Sheffield United two one. David McGoldrick scored his first goal of the season, and didn't look too bothered about it. Um, West Brom. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. We're not going to talk about your. Your your mate who plays for Sheffield United, you claimed. Oh, he scored, didn't he? Yeah. What did he score? His third goal of the season. What was his start on? He started on two hundred and nineteen, didn't he? And I said, "What will he be at the end of the season to you?" Twenty five, I think it was. Yeah. And I thought he wouldn't score more than five goals. And I, I was only talking about Premier League goals, but it appears I can give you cup goals as well. Five. Fifth in the Premier League. You were nervous when he scored that first goal in the first game of the season, weren't you? No. <laughs> Never that. Uh, yeah, and um, West Brom lost three two at home to Newcastle. Right, let's go to White Hart Lane, shall we, for some banterous fun? Um, Spurs won, Norwich won, Yambatongan and oh, how do you spell this guy's name? Drinich. Uh, Drinich. Drinich. You say Drinich? I don't know. Is he a rapper? Yeah, Jovic. Yeah. Um, I've got no idea. Anyway, uh, he cries. Josip Drinich. There you go. Um, apologies to all our Slavic listeners. Uh, he's, he's Swiss. <laughs> but apologies to the Slavic listeners anyway, they just have it. Apologies to the multiculti of um, Switzerland. Any Blizzard listeners will get that one. Um, anyway, let's move on quickly. It's not like I've got a book coming out on this sort of thing. Um, <laughs> I told him I have it done in two weeks. I might need a bit of a rewrite now. Um, <laughs> I've accidentally written about the wrong country. <laughs> Easily done. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> I got a U for A level geography. It's easily done. <laughs> <laughs> but you've also spent two hours every Sunday staring at a fucking world map. <laughs> 
watch Serbia and Switzerland. They're very small. I can see Brazil easily. I can see the United <laughs> States really easily. <laughs> Serbia and Switzerland, they're sort of, you know, squashed in there between France and Ukraine or something. Um, okay, yeah, so he scored. Um, <laughs> we've got a couple of things to talk about here. So Norwich won 3-2 on penalties. What do you want to talk about first? Tim Krull's behaviour or Eric Dyer? What about that guy who was pilloried for eating the pizza? Oh, no, who's that? There was somebody in the crowd who was eating a pizza and somebody uh, took a photo of him and tweeted it saying, that's what modern football fans are like now. He wants his club back. Well, you're not allowed to eat pizza at a football game. Yeah, and that's a, that's a, from a, a team who were planning to have a cheese room <laughs> in any stadium. How bizarre. What are you allowed to eat? What do you want, like Bovril or something? Oh, no one wants that of football. Hold on, what? So, the, the, when was he eating this pizza? During the match. Just during the game? Yeah. I don't understand the problem. Just because there isn't one. <laughs> oh, I found the tweet and I found it. Um, another thing wrong with our new bread of our, temp, of our fans is poor grammar. Really poor grammar <laughs> of, of, of fans. Ten minutes into the second half, and this is what you get. It's just a guy eating a, a very pizza's pizza. It looks quite nice, actually. Very expensive as well. Yeah. And it, what's, wrong, what's wrong with that? He went and got it at half time. I imagine it only yeah. took him the whole 15 minutes to queue up. This isn't the Parc de France where you can have it delivered to you on a moped. <laughs> Oh, and the guy who actually tweeted out has got the picture of pizza and his emoji. <laughs> oh, what world are we living in? Uh, Alright, what do you want to talk about? Tim Krul or Eric Dyer first? Which one's funnier? Tim Krul. Uh, Eric Dyer. Go on, we'll talk about Eric Dyer then. Um, I mean, fair play to him. I can barely walk in football boots, let alone climb over a series of chairs. Yeah, on, on concrete, that's like an ice rink, right? Yeah. I mean, I've not worn, mm. I've not worn studded football boots for a while, but when I did, Jesus. I bet you were like tall than Dean, weren't you? <laughs> what, on my knees? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bambi on ice. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so for anyone who's been living under a rock the last few days, um, Eric Dyer uh, saw that his brother was being... Uh, well, no, someone was abusing Eric Dyer, and then his brother stepped in and said, that's my brother. Um, and then a sort of tete-a-tete began between the two of them, and Eric Dyer jumped in to uh, get hold of this fella. I think the fella had already cleared off by the time Dyer had made it all the way up those 15 flights of stairs, though, hadn't he? I mean, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. He's a big uh, lad, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to mess with him. No. Um, Josie Mourinho said that oh, he did something you're not allowed to do, but everybody would do in the same circumstances. Um, yeah, he did something... He did something no professional can, but all of us want to do. Yes, sorry, yeah, that's right. Um, anything? Has he done anything wrong? Uh, I mean, you can't go chasing after. It's not very fans. becoming for a professional, right? But also, like, I don't. Family's family. I don't like many of my family. <laughs> that's you. They probably don't like you either. Well, that's fine. So it's probably, yeah, it's a two-way street. <laughs> that's absolutely fine. Um, no, you're right. You're right. I mean, you can see why he did it, but at the same time, you can't have professional footballers climbing over the steps. And because I mean, if it happened every week, as funny as it would be, it would probably get a bit dangerous after a while. I think I completely understand why he did it. I kind of think I, I kind of think this this is is similar to how I wasn't 
down with John Moss and taking the piss out of Dan Gosling, I don't think you should do it as much as I understand why. It's not very becoming of a professional. Okay. Emma? Is Jose Mourinho going to pay his fine, which I assume we'll get for him running into the crowd? You'll probably get a ban. Yeah. Really? Yeah, leaving the um, stupid role, leaving the field of play. To play without the referee's permission. Yeah. As Chris is going to say it for a second time today. Rules are rules. Yep. Yeah. I shouldn't have done it, but. Screw the rules. Also, (laughs) what? Also, the rules. Jose Mourinho is an absolute liar. The the. To claim, yeah, sure, he's done what no professional can do, but all of us want to do. There's absolutely zero chance Jose Mourinho is fronting up anyone in the crowd. He'd be hiding behind someone, shouting at them. Unless he's got an assistant, man- assistant manager behind him ready with a hook ready to gouge. Makes you wonder what Villanova must have said to him. <laughs> God rest his soul. Exactly. Uh, okay, um, Tim Krull. In the penalty shootout, are we a fan of uh, goalkeepers sledging players? Don't shake your head. You bloody you look you look Ben Stokes. Different sport. It's a completely different sport. I would rather see that than Ben. And also, Ben Stokes wouldn't doesn't wouldn't start just sl- sledging a bowler as he was running up to bowl at him, would he? No, but he'd be the bowler sledging the player. Yeah, but not, as, not again. Not as he was about to run up and bowl. Yeah, you don't do it as you're running into bowl. You do it after. He's probably stood in the slip cords and told all people to f off at some point. I didn't see anything wrong with it. Games oh, if, if he done it to David Warner, exactly. See, just because he's someone you don't like. So where's the so where's the where's the line between gamesmanship and just cheating? He wasn't, um, wasn't cheating. Can I just say, Joe Hart did this to Pirlo. Oh. I will call it unsportsmanly conduct and say he should be booked because rules is rules. He cheated anyway, didn't he? Because he had all the information on his water bottle. That's not cheating. That's That's not cheating. It's a cheat sheet. He's taken a cheat sheet into a penalty shootout. No, that's not cheating. Of course it is. It's not. Is it not after... Didn't they ban this after um, Ben Foster was watching the video iPad in the 20... 2009, 2009. Yeah. Cup final. It was, was an iPod Touch, not an iPad. I know, I thought it was a video iPod. It might yeah. be. It was some sort of <laughs> old incarnation of the of an iPod or where it had video on it that he was cheating with. The piece of paper that Jens Lehmann lo- used in the 2006 World Cup, that's on uh, display in the German Football Museum. Um, I don't think he did anything. It's right next to Dortmund Stadium, but I didn't get there in time to go. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't oh, think he did anything. Stadium, sorry, next to the train. I don't think he did anything wrong, either in his sledging or his writing down on the water bottle. Well, you just have no moral compass. That's fine. But, or a different moral compass. But a broken moral compass. <laughs> um, no, it's no different from what you get in cricket quite a lot. But there's a different sport. It doesn't matter if it's a different sport. That's like saying that's like saying that's like saying that, that if, if one of the players punched one of the other ones in the head, you went were in boxing. They do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fantastic. That you could defence. That's like Wayne Hennessy esque. That is. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. You just give some. I mean, that must happen all the way through the games. People give each other sort of. Verbals and things like that. Right. 
but there's a difference between so you surely you know that if you if a player goes to jump up for a header and you shut mine that's an obstruction and a booking right yeah yeah and also if you were to shout if you were just to shout something as they're about to try and execute as as go that would also be considered unsportsmanly conduct that's exactly what it is it's a booking no it was trying to get inside that's it's different it's different it's different it's not. It's literally about to run up and take a penalty. No. In tennis, if somebody shouts when in the middle of a point, they get a point taken away from them. Yeah, that's different. In tennis, they do it. So we've it's been... <laughs> <laughs> it is different. It's, this is before they've kicked the ball. This is like when they're facing each other. So the ball's out of play at this point. It's a dead ball at this point. It's not like in the middle of a rally or something in tennis. Like, you can be wrong and keep trying to defend yourself, but you're still wrong. Pair of you. I wouldn't die on this hill. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of other hills I can die. It's serious, not season. That's a hill to die on. <laughs> so, Scott, what do you reckon? Has he done something wrong? Scott, I don't really care. Oh. <laughs> Honest. That's a... Okay. Look at him, Switzerland over there. <laughs> yeah, Switzerland. At least get it right, Christopher. Or Serbia, I'm not quite sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's all over there, isn't it? The Serbs, yeah. are, fam- the Serbs are famously not neutral on certain issues, right? <laughs> they often start wars rather than uh, not take part in them. <laughs> you did. Oh, come on, you didn't like Joss Butler's sledging during the South Africa series. But you like this. I tell you what, there's an art to it, right? Just Butler was just being a boorish oaf and going, you're a wanker. <laughs> Tim Krull was telling him how he was going to miss and where he was going to put it and where Tim Krull was going to die. That's different. That's getting in someone's head rather than just being a... about him having a third person like that as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm Tim Krull. <laughs> there's a difference between being a... Bo- well. There's a difference between being a boorish slob and... Using your but sledge cleverly. When so Joss Butler. Like to... If it's sophisticated, is yes. that what you're saying? It can be clever sledging. But we have to remember again, Chris's idea of sophisticated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I bought my wife the second cheapest bottle of wine, I think you know, last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joss Butler is just like a boorish oaf, same as Ben Stokes. <sighs> Hold on. Were you not using Ben Stokes to defend your position? Yes. <laughs> You've literally backtracked yourself. Go on to that hill. <laughs> the man who's supposed to be your, your glowing example of why it's acceptable. This is coming from the man who did not understand the calendar year. <laughs> <laughs> that is also another hill I would die on as well. This hill's very yeah, big. You, you <laughs> fucking botched that one. They're very lonely, your hills, aren't they? Yeah. Is there one big hill or is there lots of little ones? <laughs> yeah, you're definitely not going to be king of the hill. Am I going to leap between one hill and the other? That's sort of quite a lot of energy. Um, okay, right, so what have we got next? Um, oh, Jose Mourinho said that he can be ready for either Burnley this weekend in the Premier League or Red Bull Leipzig, but not both. Um, I believe it's, I think you find it's not Red Bull Leipzig. The RB does not stand for Red Bull. It's Rasenball. All right, I'm going to Leipzig. You're the podcast host. You should know this, Chris. Yeah. You well, spend two and a half hours doing research, doing on your own time, <laughs> while other people are earning money. <laughs> they sound like digs of some sort. 
Um, okay, so, uh, Leipzig things, yeah. Uh, what do you make of his comments, anybody? He'll yep. get knocked out of the Champions League. Uh, they're classic Jose Mourinho comments. Yeah. So what if he, what if he decides How to pick... How could possibly do both of these things? What if he decides to pick Burnley and loses to Burnley and Leipzig? I mean, he's set himself up a bit That'd here, isn't he? It would be hilarious. Be, it'd be banter. It would be very good. Jose's lost seven penalty shootouts in England, five for Chelsea, one for Spurs, one for Manchester United. So he's um, got all the makings of an England manager. It's odd, that, isn't it? Hmm? It's odd. Hmm. Just mathematically. Law of averages. Yeah. <clears throat> you wanted so to anything, throw that away. If anything, that's why we should get him in. Is it? Oh, look, to be fair, we win, we win penalty shootouts as England manager now. But we do. Jose's going to have to eventually revert to the mean, and it's going to be win after win after win in penalty shootouts. Yeah. Um, okay, next, all right, Norwich are away to Sheffield United. Um, Dean Henderson can be the fourth English keeper under 23 to keep 11 clean sheets in the Premier League. Who are the other three? Under 23? Yeah, but they're not under 23 now. They've got an older. Pickford. Joe Hart? Joe Hart's one. Pickford. No. no. One currently playing in the Championship. Probably the other one as well, actually. Chris Kirkland? Uh, no, one is uh, oh one one has his one and only England appearance with the <clears throat> Wally and the Brolly. Jack Butland. Jack Butland's one. Yeah, who's your third one? Uh, who's the Scott, Scott Carson. Yeah. Well done, Scott Carson. Well done, Emma. Well done. Uh, and Norwich have also given seven thousand and twenty-six minutes so far this season to players under the age of twenty-one. Um, there is a sort of perceived belief that they are trying to do things quote unquote the right way. Um, quick shout out for Top Captain. The, the right. I will point out that the right way is not bottom of the Premier League. <laughs> um, a shout out for Todd Campbell's penalty of the day, which I thought momentarily he'd missed. He, he sort of hit it that far into the corner. Did you see what he'd done before he took the penalty? Yeah, he's little keepy uppies. He did about five or six keepy uppies. <laughs> <laughs> and he's an Arsenal fan, so that was his shush gesture to the Spurs fans after he scored. Um, Do you think he'll be in an Arsenal shirt anytime soon, if they have the funds? I don't know, he's a really good player, isn't he? He looks like he needs fattening mm. up a bit there. He's got very, very spindly legs. Um, spindly legs. He has. Uh, go on then. Sheffield United, Norwich. Who's... It's going to be Sheffield United, isn't it? Are you generally putting out there whether the team bottom of the Premier League and cut adrift have a chance against a team that are like fifth? Well, they won last week against the team that was second. Yeah. Let's see how that holds out. Okay. I'll go Sheffield United to win. Okay. Scott and Emma, do you think this sort of beating Leicester and Spurs might sort of G them along a bit? No, I think Sheffield United will win. No, okay. Scott? I agree. Okay. Um, Spurs are away to Burnley, as I said. Uh, Burnley are unbeaten in six with five clean sheets, so uh, Jose might get his wish and not beat Burnley. <coughs> Just like what happened to him. the game that Burnley will win? Yeah, I was going to say that, actually. Yeah. Uh, Just, uh, just... Was it a... Is it Turf Moor? Turf Moor, yeah. Turf Moor, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, uh, West, uh, West Ham Spurs got done by Wolves last week. Yeah. Uh, no, I still, think, I still think they'll win. OK. Uh, bits and bobs of news. Come back to the Premier League in a bit, but bits and bobs of news. Uh, Ronaldinho would not be charged for using a fake passport uh, to get into Paraguay. <laughs> that was absolutely tremendous, that story. He and his brother left Brazil uh, on Brazilian passports and were given Paraguayan ones when they landed. Weirdly, the other guy they were uh, with has been held. 
Um, Raul Jimenez and his wife had a gender reveal party at uh, Molyneux. Who saw this? So obviously him and his wife were about to have a baby um, and they stuck a big bullseye into the top corner of one of the goals and he and his wife had to take turns hitting it and eventually he hit it and the colour was blue. It's nice, it's very sweet. Good for them. Good for them. Apart from that, the gender reveal party is the stupidest thing in the world. Correct. <laughs> You're also very correct, yeah. Uh, Copa del Rey, Emma, what happened there? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be the first ever Basque derby in a Copa del Rey final. Okay, because well, what happened? Uh, Atletico Madrid... Uh, I said Madrid then, didn't I? It's easily done, <laughs> isn't it? Atletico <laughs> Bilbao. <laughs> they... Uh, they lost to Granada, but they won on the way goals because they scored. Oh, okay. First. Yeah, don't look like that. <laughs> two legs, two <laughs> legs. Yeah, the semi-finals are played over two legs. Oh, isn't the whole thing played over two legs? Sorry? Isn't the whole thing played over two legs? No, they changed it this year. So the oh. other, from to the semi-finals, it's all one leg straight knockout. And then the semi-finals is two legs. And then the final is just final. So, so if it's a... If it's a Basque derby, I can only imagine, considering the sort of the the, the brilliance of the powers of B that uh, that run Spanish football, that the derby's probably being the the final is probably going to be held in like Seville or something, right? It is, funnily enough, that's exactly where it's going to be held for the last three years. Yeah, I was going to say, hasn't the last couple of finals been played in Seville? Yeah, that's, oh, that that's where it's going to be played for the next two years. But that's because it's normally between. It's normally between one of the right Barcelona, Atleti, mm. or, or or Real Madrid, right? And yeah, um, the Madrid team. When it, whenever none of them want to play at the oppositions, neither of the Madrid teams will let the other team or Barcelona play there, mm-hmm. so they have to go off to Valencia or, or Seville. The journey for uh, from Bilbao to Sevilla is equivalent of going from London to Berlin, but no C. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> no see. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they, they might, there is a chance that they might change the final to have it played somewhere else in the Basque region because coronavirus, etc. Play at Ibar Stadium, just for bounce. Because <laughs> it holds like 5,000 people. 5,000. Isn't. The team that Sid Lowe supports in in uh, the basketball team. Oviedo. Oviedo. Yeah. Uh, no, that's they they got a tiny ground anyway, but it'd just be funny, right? Can I just say Ilka Munayin looks like Hans, Hank Scorpio with his beard at the moment. <laughs> it's it's amazing. He's not a man that suits a beard. Few are. <laughs> Which country do you hate most, Italy or France? France. No one ever this says. Is just English. staring at us blankly. No, I know exactly what you're on about. I'm just aware of a, a time limit. Although he is my he is my favourite baddie. Yes. Uh, okay, right. The likelihood of Premier League games being played behind closed doors due to the coronavirus is edging closer. Uh, in Serie A, they're doing it until the 3rd of April, aren't they? 
Um, yes. Where else have we got? I just got a news alert Ooh. that said that the Premier League are thinking about banning over 70s. Yeah, I was about to say that. Really? Really? Yeah. Breaking news. Oh. That's the Crystal Barry, Palace team stuff. Because <laughs> Crystal, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? No, it's been of the players, not Roy Hodgson. <laughs> Uh, okay, Victor Manyama has joined Montreal Impact and weirdly has been given the number two squad number. Um, Do you see how much he's on a year there? No. Three million. Is he? Yeah. A year? Yeah. What, lira? <coughs> Dollars. Bloody hell. Canadian or American? I imagine it's Canadian. Yeah, I imagine it'd be Canadian as Vancouver is in Canada. <laughs> well, he's not playing for Vancouver. It might not be. Ah! Oh, oh, sorry, Montreal. My bad. Sorry. It might not be. It's still in Canada. I imagine the salary cap must be in US dollars. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. That's a... I think he's one of the designated players. So one of DP. Me after you. No, I, I was agreeing with you. I'm just. I'm just sort of. I've got my ear up. I've got this apology. One blip. How many blips do you have an episode? <laughs> not many. Switzerland. What? Um. That's only like forty-four grand a year a week in uh, pounds, oh, which lad. is more than any of us earn. <laughs> well, he has to earn every week, unlike you. That's good to know. Yeah. But we're starting to finally work out where you what ballpark you're in. Down to less than forty-four grand. I don't get out of bed for less than twenty. Ah. <laughs> Helena Christensen. Between 20 and 44. <laughs> I'll, keep, I'll keep chipping away at this. Uh, what else have we got? Okay, in the Asian Champions League, Group G, um, Malaysian team Johar Darul Tazim beat the uh, Suwan Samsung... This is actually by handwriting rather than anything else. Anyway, they beat them from South Korea 2-1. Um, Sydney FC drew uh, with John Buck Hyundai Motors. Where's he gone? <laughs> I can't believe he's just left. <laughs> can't think why. Uh, he'll be back in a minute. Do you think? <laughs> he's not going to come back until you finish. Do you know it? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do the European leagues and we can get him when he comes back. Right, European leagues. Can we start for France? Because we've got some breaking news in France. Um, I, I was going to our correspondent in Wiltshire, who's got some breaking news about League One. Strasbourg PSG has been called off due to the coronavirus. Oh, okay. Strasbourg PSG. Yes. Oh, I've got Strasbourg Leon written down. Uh, I react to my. Uh, one of these is not like the other. Uh, well, going back to news, uh, what else have we got? In the Oceania Champions League, Lupe Le Soega beat uh, Barra Fiji 4-3. Emma, you saw this, didn't you? Yeah, there was a really big fat guy in goal. Yeah, what did you reckon and to it? was excellent. Because they went 3-0 up, didn't they? Yeah, is that, the, is that the one with the hilarious penalty miss? Yes, in the stunning location. It was great. Scott, what did you make of this game? I turned it off. Oh, they had a great kit as well with the like white lightning stripe thing down the middle. Yeah, Chris, I'm not. I'm not back at school. Homework is dead to me. Come on, Chris. This is me and you. I love. Come on, we'll do this. <laughs> Adam, did you watch this? Me and Adam are going to revolt. <laughs> start talking about French football, so I'd come back. <laughs> <laughs> 
maybe. Basically, what happened was it was the Oceania Champions League this week. I sent highlights to Scott and to Emma so we could talk about it in your presence because I know how much you like doing it. Um, yeah, so they were uh, Lupe Lasoga of uh, Samoa went four go- uh, went three nil up, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Did they go four four nil up? I can't remember. But uh, there was one sort of sliding shot, sort of Gazer and Euro ninety six esque, which hit the post as well. Yeah. So uh, that was pretty. Did I think uh... There was an own goal as well. There was an own goal, wasn't there? Um, so Group D at the moment has got Auckland top on six points, Venus of French Polynesia on three, uh, Lupe on three, and Bar on zero. Uh, in Group C, uh, it was um, Magenta three and Tayera of Tahiti two. So Magenta are the runners-up from last year's um, uh, Champions League final. Do you think they played like they could uh, go one better, Emma? <laughs> Is this one that was the one that was played with the? most beautiful background I've ever seen to a football stadium. That's right, exactly. It was incredible. Yeah, they, they might go all the way this year, Chris. Yeah. Because <laughs> both, both teams in the final last year were from French Polynesia. Do you think this is sort of a, a sign that the French Polynesian uh, dominance is set to continue? I think it might be. Yeah. How do the other teams go about breaking that? Or is it down to uh, <laughs> them to sort of... <laughs> I'm putting you... He's got quiet on us. We're going to do this every week. <laughs> There's someone next week as well. Uh, okay, so Magenta are top on six points. Thanks to Solomon Warriors from the Solomon Islands on six. Uh, Tiara of French Polynesia on three. And uh, Tupupa uh, of the Cook Islands on zero points. Who's your bet to go through out of that lot, Emma? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they've both muted us. This is fixed as well. <laughs> should we come back to Europe? Yeah, I think we should. Oh, go on oh, then. God. Right, in Europe. Uh... Actually, no, no. Oh, Shit, no. I prefer French Polynesia. It's prettier. Um, all right, in Spain, Atletico Madrid are playing Sevilla. Uh, Barcelona are playing Real Sociedad. Real Betis are playing uh, Real Madrid. Getafe playing Celta. So Barcelona are top on 56. Then Real Madrid on 55. No, what? We're not top anymore. Are you not? BBC no. website said you were. Is it Real Madrid that are on 56? Yeah. Oh, sorry. How do you do your research? I use the force. <laughs> Severe on 46 and Getafe on 45. So, uh, how do you reckon you're going to get on against Sociedad this weekend? I mean... I feel like you did that on purpose to upset me. No, I honestly didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely didn't. That's not fair. You shouldn't, you shouldn't pick on the one person who's willing to indulge your nonsense. <laughs> I honestly yeah, didn't. I enable you, Chris. I enable you. Don't do this. <laughs> if only it was something like that. Yeah, no, it was just complete incompetence, unfortunately. Um, oh. So, Sasha, so, so, they've done okay this season, haven't they? They're really good, yeah. They're in the Copa del Rey final. They're sixth or fifth, I think, in the league. Not so, that you know, because you're obviously using the force so, um, <laughs> they're good to know they have Odegaard and um, uh, Isak up front who's really good so yeah we might lose do you reckon they'll be going to be going are they sort of taking their foot to the pedal do you think now they're in the final or do you reckon <laughs> they're going to be going for it what <laughs> do you think that was their, their main objective just to get to the Copa del Rey final no, I know, but you know how as soon as you're in a final, players sometimes... I mean, they could get into the Champions League, Chris. I think they might, you know, be 
going for the Champions League. Okay, no, that's fair enough. Uh, how do you reckon the other games are going to go? Atletico Madrid Sevilla will be a good game, won't it? It will be a good game. <laughs> <laughs> that team that Emma got wrong earlier on. No, no, but Emma got the, Emma at least pronounced the team I've heard of before, but just the complete wrong team. <laughs> I've, I've not heard of the team that you were talking about. Uh, Atleti. Yeah, Atleti. 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 Uh, yeah, that should be a good game, shouldn't it? Should be a good game. Uh, I suppose you're hoping that Sevilla kick the shit out of them, so yes. they've got a lot of injuries <laughs> in midweek. Exactly that, yes, please. Uh, I'm watching Alaves lose at home to Valencia at the moment, thanks to a rather scrummy free kick. Can Atletico do the same to Sevilla? Because I see Roma got next week. We just want some pitch battle, don't we? People crawling off the pitch at the end. Yeah, sure. Fair enough. Um, in Germany, uh, Bayern top on 52 points, uh, Leipzig on 49, Dortmund 48, and Borussia Mönchengladbach on 46. So it's Bayern versus Augsburg, uh, Wolfsburg versus Leipzig, and Borussia Mönchengladbach versus Dortmund. That should be a pretty tasty game as well. Um, Do you reckon there's going to be any more hoo-ha over Dietmar Hopp like last week? Yes. Yeah. 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 They suspended the game, didn't they? I, I don't, I don't oh. think... I don't understand. I mean, of all your battles to pick, maybe you don't walk off the pitch first of all for a billionaire. But at the same time, it wasn't a particularly nice banner, was it? It was one of the nicer banners. <laughs> well, if that's the case, <laughs> probably the one of the nicest ones out of a bad bunch. It's interesting. That's where the lines are, though, isn't it? Billionaire, but. When your teammates being racially abused. Racial abused, yes. But that does, does that happen a lot? In, is there a lot of racial abuse in Germany? There was a Bundesliga two game not so long ago where one of the players got horrifically racially abused, and I think the home fans decided to kick them out. Well, there you go. I mean, so that's a little bit unfair on Hoffenheim and Bayern. So there's nothing to say that if uh, an incident of racial abuse had occurred inside that stadium, they still wouldn't have walked off. I'd, I'm, I don't. I don't quite understand the sort of faux outrage on that. They still could well have walked off the pitch had they heard something the, like that. I, I don't think the problem is just. I think the problem is also that the the protocol that's in place for racism was used. Okay, so it's the equivalency that you're saying that this is on the same level. Mm, okay. Yeah. As racism, especially when you double down with all the all of the times you've had seen where not a lot has come of that, right? Yeah. I okay. Can see we can see why people are unhappy about it. Okay. Um, Frank, you're saying that the PSG game was off. Is that right, Scott? Yeah, it's been called off due to the coronavirus. Who, uh, who is Strasbourg supposed to be playing, Chris? You were talking PSG. Yeah, but didn't you say it was Leon? I can't remember. I'll take the fifth. You just picked them out of a hat, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marseille played... This is the fixture computer every week. Yeah. <laughs> well, PSG are on 68 points, Marseille 55, uh, Ren 47. I don't so... know what to believe. I don't know what to believe. <laughs> so Marseille could, have a, could cut it down to 10 points. Basically, if you just say a load of words confidently enough, you'll get away with it. Um, I've lost my faith in all my institutions. <laughs> <laughs> Marseille are playing uh, Amiens, Ren are home to um, Montpellier. Uh, it's also the South Coast derby as Nice playing Monaco as well. Um... In Italy, uh, yeah, that happens in two different countries. 
<laughs> Funny you should say that. I think you can. Well, you know, apparently it's your decision, so that's fine, yeah. <laughs> Same league. Yeah. Um, okay, well, speaking of which, the A-League is the big blue this weekend. It is Sydney FC versus Melbourne Victory. Go to Syria. Go to Syria now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. All right, then. Fair enough. Uh, it's the Peruvian Classico as well this weekend. The Universitario take on Allianz Lima. I've got an Allianz shirt, so I know who I'm cheering for. Um, finally, uh, Serie A, uh, Lazio top on 63, then Juve 60, Inter 54, Atalanta 48. Um, Juve versus Inter this weekend. But, Scott, there is only a handful of fixtures being played. It's the fixtures that were supposed to be played last week. They were postponed due to the coronavirus. They're now being played this week. So everything is being shuffled along a week later in Serie A. So does this mean they're going to have a round of midweek games where this well, week's fixtures should be? So I, my understanding is they don't have. A, they currently don't know where they're going to play around. The yes. <laughs> yes. Um, well, knowing Serie A and know how the, they work, they probably. Postpone all the games tomorrow lunchtime. Or just have, just, just have some of those like double headers. You know, you, you used to have when you were um, like when you used to play like kids football and you don't you, get waterlogged. So then you'd have to play. You play two games of an hour, yeah. hour three points on one and three points on the other. Just do that. I know there wrong. is there is some games being played Wednesday night, which helps with the backlog. But if Inter get through to the Get through in Europe and in the Coppa Italia. I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> they were cancelled this week as well, weren't they? Yes, Coppa, Coppa Italia was cancelled for, for a later date. So all games in Italy um, are going to be played behind closed doors until April the third. That includes European games. Um, I know the two Champions League games. I think so. Atalanta Valencia in Valencia is also going to be played behind closed doors, and I think. I don't know if, if Emma is Barcelona and Napoli going to be played behind closed doors. They haven't said, um, which is annoying because tickets are already on sale and they cost 150 euros each, so they might want to make up their minds about that pretty quick. <laughs> is it at, so is it, I assume it's at Camp Nou? Yes. Well, the Spanish government made a point of insisting that Valencia Atalanta be played behind closed doors, so I don't see why our game would be any different, but nobody says either way. Because Atlanta wasn't there, isn't Atlanta is in the northern regions that were yeah. affected, and obviously Napoli is right down in the south. And didn't free fans and some journalists from Valencia come back with? Coronavirus going to my life. Yes, yes, they did. I feel like it's got to be protocol, though, hasn't it? If all games or no games, I don't think you can cherry pick. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's the problem that they do have in Italy, where some games in the south were being played with fans in attendance, but no games would be played in the north. That's what maybe we just have to write off these seasons, just. Yeah. Can't you play the northern games in the south at neutral venues? Uh, I think someone at Juventus said that uh, that could be a problem. Then, then you're making the problem worse, right? Because yeah. Having fans from the oh, north. Oh, I suppose travelling, yes. Yes, travelling, yes. Coming down to the south. Oh, that reminds me. That guy from Juventus who said that Atalanta didn't deserve oh. anything. 
Yeah, I nearly. That kind of thinking is currently in charge of governments in like a local level. That is... <laughs> what? <laughs> so when he they, wants when a they, super league. When they have a Cobra meeting for dealing with coronavirus, <laughs> Chris is going to be the one there putting his hand yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> I got an idea. Me, 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 me. Why don't we all just, we all just lick the windows on the buses? <laughs> <laughs> So, Emma, you're not a fan of Mr. Agnelli? No, what a shitty thing to say. I mean, Sorry, they much say? deserved their place in the Champions League. They earned it. They didn't cheat for it. So there was a report saying that he said some things about Atalanta saying that they, due to them not having any history that they don't deserve to be in the Champions League. I think these were some things that were taken out of context. Oh, that, sounds very, that sounds very much like the behaviour of a man who used to be in the GA or whatever it was called. <laughs> like, however big it's coming, truly believes that clubs of a certain stature deserve a place, deserve automatic Champions League places. Mm. <clears throat> that, the, ri- right. the rich, the rich get richer and the poorer get poorer. The workers, Scott. Uh, back in the Premier League. Remember that statement when he's when he's. Uh, Cheering on Man City's fan as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back in the Premier League, Crystal Palace against Watford. Uh, Watford beating five versus Palace. But Cenk Tosin's returned to Everton, Adam. Isn't he injured? Yeah. yeah. He's taught his cruciates. Um, can Roy Hodgson attend the game over 70s, is it? The How old is Roy? How old is Roy? Well, they've not actually done it yet. <laughs> but if it does happen... If it does happen, my friend's granddad with the Arsenal season tickets, I might, I might be able to get to go to some games. <laughs> Every cloud and all that. <laughs> uh, Jordan Ayew, seven goals this season have been worth 12 points to Crystal Palace. Um, and Troy Deeney's last 11 appearances in the Premier League has got six goals and two assists. So two strikers very much in form. Uh, how do you reckon this one's going to go? Well, Watford is really on a roll now. <laughs> I think anyone, anyone, anyone could beat that Liverpool team. So I'm not really putting my stock in Watford's achievement. Does this make Watford an official world champions? No. Yes. <laughs> no, Atletico Madrid. <laughs> no, no, Emma's right. It's Atletico. Why? Atletico. Why? Because they beat you in the Champions League before Watford. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Beat you in the league. Although, have, have Atletico lost since then, Emma? Who is it? Uh, I don't think they have actually. I think it's still them. Didn't they draw quite a lot recently? Yeah, but drawing doesn't count. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, go on. How do you reckon this one's going to go, Scott? Draw. Yeah. Adam and Emma. I I don't want good things to ever happen to Troy Deeney, so I'll go. Crystal Palace, as much as I don't like them either. Is this is this last on match of day? No. Oh, God, yeah. Who are you going for, Chris? Last on match of the day. Uh, Southampton. There we go. There you go, yeah. <laughs> That's what I got written down next, actually, the Alan Shearer derby. Um Southampton lost at West Ham last week. Um but Danny Ings has scored 50% of all Premier League goals for Southampton this season. scored 14. Uh, and Southampton have won four in the Premier League in 2020, which is actually the second most behind Liverpool. Um, is it, this is a game where whoever wins this game is probably getting themselves close to mathematically, not mathematically safe, but realistically 
Southampton not there? Southampton are 34 points, Newcastle oh, okay. 32. Yeah, you're right. I reckon 35 would probably be enough. 36, 35, 36 will keep you up. Mm. Where's uh, third bottom at the minute then? Third bottom is on 27. Mm, yeah, so you got a nice buffer. Yes. I think Danny Ings might be scoring more goals tomorrow. I hope so. Say it, Scott. Say it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Chris. Yeah, if you're going to have a catchphrase, you've got to use it. Ings can only get better. Yeah. <laughs> no, you've got to say it with enthusiasm. No. Absolutely not. Say it, bud. <laughs> say the line. <laughs> uh, Adam and Emma, I reckon it's going to go. I think Southampton will win. Yeah. I'd like you to be right, yes. Uh, can we have a, just a quick point about... Uh... Newcastle because we didn't we kind of glossed over the FA Cup game but so they're in the quarterfinals of the FA Cup for the first time in however like what feels like 20 years 2006 according to podcasts I steal things from okay so 14 years um and where did where did they finish they they can only have finished sort of like lower mid table under Benitez right is at any point is Steve Bruce going to get some sort of credibility? I doubt it. Well, but why not? No, I agree with you, but I doubt he will. I mean, you can say they've beaten Rochdale, Oxford and West Brom to get where they are. Well, they're still... I'm sure they got knocked out by Blackburn before and teams like that. So you've got... You can only beat who you get drawn against. No. They haven't been in 14 years. No, to be honest, I do agree with you. I think he's um, due a bit of credibility. I think to some extent he's still seen as um, Ashley's man, hasn't he? Well, uh, football fans are idiots. Well, yeah. (laughs) As we've already uh, alluded to so far. Um, okay, Wolves versus Brighton. Brighton, uh, zero wins in the Premier League in 2020. Um, Wolves have won 21 points from losing position, so even if you go ahead against them, it's uh, no guarantee you win. Um, Sunny March, uh, I, I, got, I took this from Duncan Alexander. I'm not quite sure what it means. So shock. March is shock. March is the only month that Sully March has not had more than a single shot in the Premier League. Which I'm not sure what that means. Read read into the other two statistics a bit more for this game. Go on. The ones I just read before that, which you weren't listening to. <laughs> you had me at Solly March. Well, we, we're not completely sure that they're, they're, were, they're true or not. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> this is daylight. In the, this is, the mask is slipping here. Uh, yeah, Brighton zero wins in the Premier League in 2020. Wolves have gained 21 points from losing positions so far this season. I was listening. I was just being a dick. Don't worry. Wolves are going to win. What this just then? Just at that <laughs> bit. No, Wolves are going to win this comfortably. They are probably the funnest team to watch in the Premier League this season, and then we'll probably go into the Olympiacos game on a massive high. Yeah, I think you're right, uh, Emma. Yeah, I think Wolves will win the two. Okay. Um, Adam, with a fair win, Wolves could go level on points with um, fourth place Chelsea. After they lose to Everton. After they lose to Everton and Manchester United lose to Manchester City. It's not beyond the realms of possibility. The Wolves game might be on. 
Saturday beforehand, so they'll go level and then they'll stay there, right? Exciting times. Yeah. Bulls in fourth place were pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah. Come the end of the season. Uh, and As I was watching them in League One in 2013-2014 season. Well, I remember when they were in Division 4. They went all the way from Division 1 down to Division 4. In fact, it wasn't even the uh, Premier League. Steve Ball. Steve Ball. Andy Much. Not impressing that Shania Twain. All those people. Um, right, and finally, we've got Leicester City versus Aston Villa in the Brian Little Traitor Derby. Uh, Leicester got zero wins in their last three in the Premier League. Um, Villa are two points from safety. Jamie Vardy might or might not be fit. He's uh, not done so well in 2020. Um, including penalties, uh, Aston Villa conceded 18 goals from set pieces so far this season. Um, and you think people at the height of Son Chu and Johnny Evans, that would be what uh, Leicester are looking to exploit. I mean, like you said, set pieces, that includes penalties. The, the height of Johnny Evans was the penalty. <laughs> but to be fair, maybe Johnny Evans could just stand on the side and just start shout things at people. Could you do that? Could you, Tim, as a player, Tim could you stand Coulson. behind the goal? Yeah. Is there anything to stop a player standing behind the goal and putting up someone taking a penalty? Mooney yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, decency. The <laughs> <laughs> um, Go on then. Maybe from corners or something is a bit more of a threat. How do we think this one's going to go? This is on Monday night, this game. Well, Villa be terribly disappointed after losing the cup final. Class, why has this been played on a Monday night? Is this Sky being Sky? Something has to be played on a Monday night. Yeah. And it... This is a game between two teams that aren't a game where they care where Leicester are high up in the Premier League and none of, and neither of the teams are in Europe would be my guess. So yeah, okay, because Villa played it will be eight eight days ago after yeah okay I get you. Two of the bigger teams in the Midlands as well. The Midlands isn't a very big area, so you're not really saying all. <laughs> Midlands is very big. Okay, so how many? If you can name me five remotely big clubs in the Midlands, because you're not having Stoke, right? So, okay, uh, you have a uh, double uh, European champions, Newcastle, uh, Nottingham Forest, uh, Premier League, Newcastle. <laughs> I was thinking underline rather That's than upon time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay, so Newcastle underline, which is yeah. just outside the Stoke. Uh, okay, so double European champions, Nottingham Forest. Uh, you got for sixteen years, twenty years, nineteen ninety nine. Okay. Double European champions. Uh, Aston Villa, European champions. Leicester City, Premier League champions. Um, Wolverhampton Wanderers are, are a big club steeped in history as well. And uh, you had to resort to just, just, just generic history there. So go on, then. You've got four. Five. Please see the other, t- other team starting with W, <laughs> but it's not Walsall. <laughs> West Brom? I don't know. They're not a big club, are they? You can't have them. Their mascot's a boiler. <laughs> <laughs> don't this is exactly why you can have them. They're All in. right. <laughs> there are four big clubs in the Midlands. <laughs> there are four big clubs in the Midlands. Biggish clubs. I don't know. I say they're big clubs. So how do you think this is going? Gonna go? Mate, I reckon I, this is I gonna be. Derby. If I was after a fifth, but which yeah. I, I nearly said Derby, but. Could have went Burton Albion, but um, yeah, I think Leicester are going to win this one. I think uh, I mean this is Madison versus Greenish again, isn't it? What? 
You're just really sticking your neck out and choosing the team third in the Premier League. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shock. Stroke my chin and have a think about this one for a minute. Um, yeah, Madison versus Greenish. I mean, I do really like Jack Greenish. I only want good things to happen to him, so I'm hoping it's Villa. Um, what do you guys reckon? They are. I kind of hope Leicester as well because they're my team. They're my <laughs> hometown team. But I'm going to sit on the fence for this one. You just said that Leicester were going to win. That's not yeah. Did I? Yeah. Okay. All right. Leicester yeah. win. Is this, is this coming from a QPR fan? <laughs> yeah. I'm a man of many nations. I also think Leicester will win. Okay. I also think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I concur. You concur too. Cool. Right. Okay. So. So that's what, what? That's four of us for Leicester winning and one of us for sitting on the fence. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, right, that brings us to the end of our podcast. Um, so if you uh, like what you hear, you can rate and review us on iTunes. I mean, after listening to this, you'd be a very brave person to do that. Um, you can download us from iTunes. You could subscribe on iTunes. You can uh, follow us on Acast. You can follow us on Stitcher and Spotify. Um subscribe and they all fall automatically into your inbox don't they scott they do good right adam if they want to follow you on twitter how do they do that uh adam say 101 scott if they want to follow you scott underscore monroe okay uh Emily. don't ask me chris don't ask me nobody can follow you can they you're unfollowable no. I am. Uh, we are at Man of the Post forever. forever. We are at Man of the Post on uh, Twitter and Instagram. You can like us on Facebook as well. Um, Chris, our Dave or Ali or Scott will be back on Sunday to preview the games or review will the I? games that we've been previewing. Scott, will I? Ali, someone, somebody. <laughs> Ross. Ross. You heard of him? Yeah, it's quite famous on Man of the Post. Uh, yeah, we'll be back to review the games that we've been previewing. Uh, so, right, rather seamlessly, I'd like to thank you all for uh, appearing. Thank you ever so much, guys. You're welcome. welcome. And always remember to keep your Man of the Post.